Welcome to episode 44 of Mystery in the Radio Waves. I'm your host, Elizabeth McGurvin. Today, we are performing an excerpt from the classic radio play, The Voice of Death, from the radio series, The Strange Doctor Weird, which is a super weird title for a radio series. Um, The original air date was March 6th, 1945. Um, After we perform the radio play, our cast will improvise um, the rest of what happens. And uh, our talented cast of actors and comedians tonight are... Hi, I'm Dickie Copeland. Hi, I'm Darren Davidson. Hi, I'm Norshay Middleton. Hey, I'm Scott Moore. Hey, I'm Daniel Kuna. Hi, I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. Hi, I'm Quincy Surasmith. The Strange Doctor Weird. Good evening. Come in, won't you? Why, what's the matter? You seem a bit nervous. Perhaps the cemetery outside this house has upset you? But there are things far worse than cemeteries. For instance, a woman with murder in her heart. As in my story tonight, a story I call The Voice of Death. My story, The Voice of Death, begins in the snow-covered wilderness of Canada. In a high, narrow canyon, a man and a woman on skis sit resting on the trunk of a fallen tree, catching their breath. Blanche, I can't tell you how sorry I am that Uncle John didn't leave you anything in his will. I wish that Jane and Dan had taken it as well. They certainly were downcast after reading the will this morning. Well, naturally. They were your uncle's niece and nephew, too, and had hoped to share the estate with you. You can't blame them for being disappointed. No, I suppose not. We better be starting back to the lodge. I can see you are a bit uneasy about being in this canyon. Well, isn't it a bit dangerous being here? Look at how the snow is piled up above us on each side of the canyon. If there was a snowslide, we'd be buried alive. It isn't that dangerous. Of course a loud noise or someone shouting might start a slide. There is some sort of scientific explanation for that, isn't there? Huh? I mean vibrations sent out by the voice. Yes, that's right. I've stood outside the mountain of the canyon and started snow slides with nearly shouting. Snow slide must be quite a sight. Hundreds of tons of snow roaring and crashing down. Well, you can breathe easily now that we're out of danger. Oh dear. You lose something? Yes, my camera. I think I left it in the back of the trunk of the tree we were sitting on. Oh, Gerald, would you mind getting it for me? No, of course not, Blanche. You say it's on the trunk of the tree? Yes, yes, that's right. Do you see it, Gerald? No, Blanche, I don't. Perhaps it fell in the snow. Look around. I am looking, but I don't see any sign of it. Blanche, the snow! But that's what happens to people who stand between me and a million dollars. Oh, Blanche, it's so terrible. Gerald buried under all that snow. Perhaps we should have stayed in the canyon until they found the body. Nonsense, Jane. There's nothing we could have done there. Dan and I will share Uncle John's estate now, but... I'd gladly give up my share if it would bring Gerald back alive. I know you would, dear. 
We crossed the river here, Jane. But the ice looks so thin. Blanche, we didn't cross here on the way to the canyon, did we? No, dear, this is a shortcut. It looks too dangerous. It will support us. I I'll tell you what, I will cross first. But I can see cracks in the ice under your feet. So can I, but the ice is still strong enough to support me. See? I made it. Now, Jane, it's your turn now. I'm frightened. Now, come along. Well, all right. That's it. I told you the ice would hold you. Blanche, the, the ice feels as though it will give way under me at any second. It felt the same when I crossed, but you can see I managed. Blanche! Oh! Oh my god, the ice is breaking! Help! Blanche! Blanche! I can't swim! Blanche, don't let me die! Well, now that only leaves Dan. Will Blanche succeed in getting rid of Dan? Will she get Uncle John's estate? Will Dr. Weird be back to tell us the rest of this chilling tale? Yes, I'll be back. But with all these questions, aren't you going to ask one about Adam Hats? No, I'm not. You see, Doctor, there are no questions about Adam Hats because Adam is unquestionably the finest hat value in America today. Seriously, every Adam, regardless of price, offers outstanding quality and workmanship, choice of material, attention to detail. The style features of Adam are just as remarkable, tailored in black by experts in an amazing variety of distinctive shapes and shades. Adam Hats offers the latest word in smart fashion. No man can afford to neglect the appearance of his headgear. Every man can afford an Adams. Now let's see what chills the rest of the story will afford, Dr. Weird. And now to continue my story, The Voice of Death. It is the day following the tragic deaths of Gerald and Jane in the living room of the luxurious lodge of the late John Drake there are Blanche, Dan, and Sidney Rand, attorney for the estate. There's a strange look in Mr. Rand's eyes as he speaks to Blanche. I don't like your attitude. You act as though I caused their deaths. Blanche is right, Mr. Rand. Uh, you haven't any right to say that. The village coroner said the deaths were accidental. I know what the village coroner said. Doesn't mean I have to agree. Now look, it's five o'clock now. If you don't start for the village station right now, you'll miss your train. Then won't you change your mind and come with me? No, I told you, I'm staying up here for another week. I need the rest. I just hope you don't find permanent rest up here. What do you mean by that? Just this. If anything were to happen to you, that would the ear to everything. Think it over. Oh, Dan, you don't believe I had anything to do with their deaths, do you? It's absurd to think you were involved in, in any way. Four days passed, days in which steadily falling snow kept Dan and Blanche cooped up in the lodge. With each day that passed, Blanche seemed increasingly nervous and jumpy for no reason that was apparent to Dan. When the fifth day dawned bright and clear, Dan suggested a long ski run, and Blanche eagerly agreed. 
After skiing a few minutes, she called out. Dan, Dan, we aren't going through the canyon, are we? Why, of course we are. Dan, let's go around it this time. That's three miles further on. What's wrong with going through the canyon? Oh. Is it, is it because that's where Gerald died? Yes, I can't do it, Dan. Look, I hope you're not brooding about Gerald's death. You must go on. I'm not brooding, but... Dan, have you heard a voice calling outside the house the past several nights? Voice? Yes, I've woken up several times thinking I heard Gerald's voice calling out in the storm. Oh, Blanche. You heard the wind howling, that's all. Now, come on, will you? We have to get through the canyon. It's the only way to calm your nerves. Only another couple hundred yards more, and we'll be out of the canyon. Let's hurry, Dan. This is where it happened. Come along, then, if you want to hurry. It's Gerald! It's Gerald's voice! This is where you killed me. Oh, no, no, no. Blanche, why have you stopped? Come on. I'm dead, Blanche. You killed me. I don't hear anything. I don't. It's just my imagination. Blanche, come on. I'll never leave you until you tell the truth. Confess. Confess. Yes, I murdered you! I caused the snow slide! I shouted and caused it! I did it because the fortune was mine. It was mine. And I was cheated out of it. Now be quiet! Don't talk to me anymore! Don't talk to me! Don't talk, Don't to, talk me. to me! Blanche, look out! A moment later, as Dan stared stunned at the spot where Blanche had vanished under tons of mist of snow, Mr. Rand, the lawyer, came skiing up to him from around an outcropping of rock. Dan, you fool! You were so close to that snow slide, you almost killed yourself! Mr. Rand, she's dead. She's buried under all that snow. I know. Well, you heard her confess, didn't you? When I agreed to follow the instructions you left for me in the mailbox, I, I never dreamed it would be like this. I, I kept on telling myself she was innocent. I knew she couldn't be. That's why I made her think I was clearing out. Instead, I went down to the gamekeeper's cottage by the lake. That's where I've been the last few days. I guess that after I got your first letter asking me not to show any surprise no matter what happened. But, Mr. Rand, the voice that Blanche heard in the night, the voice just now, I could have sworn it was Gerald's voice. Well, my scheme was a wild one, Dan, but it was only possibility of getting a confession from her. Those murders she committed were perfect. Two perfect murders, and she was so beautiful. Her own screams brought her, brought down the snow slide which killed her. And I don't think all the judges in the world could have found a more fitting punishment than the one her own conscience provided. Too bad about poor Blanche, wasn't it? Looks like the man who said the female of the species is more deadly than the male knew what he was talking about. But wait, if you're an heir and you know someone who stands to gain by your death, 
I'd be very careful to stay away from. Oh, you have to go now. Perhaps you'll drop in on me again soon. Just look for the house on the other side of the cemetery. The house of Dr. Weird. tell you um are you are you busy right now do you have a second to just like talk yeah sure what's up um so you know how i have like this uh crazy rich family that like i really don't talk to and you know they're just like always battling over their inheritances and stuff like Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah and you want to stay out of that yeah yeah exactly so i want to stay out of it but so one of them died and then like three of them were gonna inherit money and then like one of them killed like three of them anyways basically some crazy shit went down i'm getting the money and i honestly don't know if i should keep it like i so many people have died over this money yeah yeah no i I actually totally understand that that's one let me say I'm sorry for your loss. Is that appropriate? I, mean, I know you weren't. I mean, I appreciate family, you but, saying that. I you know, yeah. Them, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Well, look, I mean, you have the money now. How much is it? I think that's a good question. It's a good place to start. How much money? How much money is it we're talking? I mean, is it like, is it like inappropriate for me to say how much money it is? Is that going to be awkward between us? I mean, I mean, like, what if we're going out to eat? Like, what now? Like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna cover it all the time just because you know how much money I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we want to do that? You, uh, yeah, you know, this all makes me think. Have you thought about your power of attorney? Like, who has your power of attorney? Rand, get in here. Yes, you rang? I've been looking over the records. Look, you've been a very good lawyer. You've executed a lot of great things. Did you expense skis for a whole week? That's that's not a usual legal expense, Mr. Rand. <laughs> we found the murderer. Isn't that the best part about it? Bringing a murder to justice is, is fair. I, I don't understand why that's the, the skis, though. You could just perhaps walked, or, or if you knew the, she was the murderer, um, you can just file those for documentation for the Canadian Mounted Royal Police who handle these sort of things. Okay, yeah, but um, okay, there's a thing going on with me and the guy who runs that department. We do not get along. He thought he can beat me in darts and he lost and now we have this feud going and I just wanted to do it on my own, okay? I just didn't want to get involved with him. He's, he's not a good man. All right. Um, fellow officers, this is Canadian Chief Policeman John Stokes. This guy yeah, beat me at darts. I want to take this guy beat me at darts, and let's just—we need to arrest everybody in there because I'm my feelings are really hurt. Hey, uh, sir, I know that I'm uh, just a junior officer, and you're my superior officer, but I feel duty bound um, by the, the bounty code to 
administer justice, and I don't think that because you got your feelings hurt, that's a valid reason to to arrest somebody. I, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I feel like I should bring it up because I think a lot of people are feeling the same way. Are you kidding me? That is, I I wear my I wear my heart on a sleeve. Okay. Now, I know you are such. Yes, you are. You're such. That's what we all love about you. You're such an emotional, like really sensitive guy and that you you know you're delicate you know we, we people appreciate that in the mounties you know yes but I wouldn't, I just, I wouldn't, <laughs> you should you should just follow me because i'm a very sensitive guy and when i get sensitive <laughs> you don't want to know what's gonna happen <laughs> you get what hey happy birthday uh i got you this uh history certificate oh oh my god uh, thank you so much yeah. it's, I it's, it's an adam hat Oh, oh, Adam. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, yes. You know, I, I have heard of it from my my dad. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yep, sorry about that. Sorry, I was uh, I was reading an article on my phone. Oh, is something um, happening right now? Should, What's should, that? Is something happening right now? Uh... Yeah, just the news, you know, just, no, not, 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 not particular. I was just re- oh, reading okay. a, a long, it was a long, long form article about, about menswear. Oh. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, she wouldn't even brought it up. Okay. Anyways. Um, yes. Money, money in the inheritance. Yes. Yeah, so yes, it looks here. Yep. 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 So it looks like a million. Yes. It's a million dollars. It's a million dollars, not 250,000 as you previously thought. No, it's actually here to be divested. Uh, some of $1 million. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's going to be vested to you in uh, incremental payments of $100,000 each for 10 years, uh, unless you what? want to restructure Incre- the plan. Incremental payments? What? What? No, no, no. You misunderstand me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Misunderstanding. I need all of this in cash right now. Like now. Free, please. Uh, that, that actually, um, that we'll have to restructure the plan because in the will it's pretty explicit about the the, the, the divestment of the money. Uh, just give me one second here. Let me look at my. Oh, let me look at my computer. I'm just gonna look at my computer here. See what I can do. Want to give me one second? Um, yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like. I'm sorry, it looks like fall scarves are gonna be mostly moth and maroon. I'm just reading. Sorry, I'm looking through this article still. Um, just kind of what? finishing it up. What is this? Give me one second. From a bank teller to the fashion industry, what what is the correlation of the interest here? No, I I'm really I'm trying I'm using I use the bank the bank gig to try to make inroads into the fashion industry. A lot of big big swingers what come through here. The bank industry to get into the fashion industry? Well, not necessarily. Mostly, I just use this job as I don't. I I use this job to stay informed because I don't have a computer. I don't I, I don't believe in I don't believe in owning things. I believe that you need to utilize as much free stuff as possible. So like right now yeah. I'm getting paid, right? And I'm also getting informed, and I'm also I'm helping you out. Yeah, I'm getting my news. Yeah, I'm not spending money on the internet. I uh-huh. live. I actually, you know, check this out. I I have under the desk here. Yeah, I have a little uh, a little bed, a little Thompson bed. What? Yes, I live here. You don't pay any rent, money? Oh my no, god! I, I, you're they like, pay me. You're like completely self-sufficient, dude. I need to like meet with you and like have coffee or something and talk about this. I'm so glad that you got uh, that you that you like your gift. This, you know, I 
I spent a lot of money and I spent a lot of time making it. And I just want to see, did you, that's the gift you got me? All right, there, can, I, can I open it? Yeah, yeah, the gift you got me. Let me, I'll, I'm going to open it right now. I'm going to open it right now. It's, it's a, it's an Adam hat. I know times are tough, but maybe we could just, you know, I don't know. Hey, honey, um, I just want to let you know, um, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends. Um, we're going to go do some witch shit in the woods. Um, so I'll be back probably after like two, you know, and I'm just going to like shower because I'll probably be all like bloody and gross and stuff. So uh, you probably wouldn't even want to see me. Um, but yeah, uh, have a good night. Sure. Have fun. Finally, alone with my hats. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the witches. You guys, I think I'm gonna leave him. He only cares about those goddamn hats and I'm so tired of it. I'm so sick of it. He doesn't even touch me anymore. I just can't. Yeah. What? Wait, there's something there. What did you say? That's your love. No, not that. The thing about killing him. Oh, we could kill him? <laughs> I, I, I just did not. You guys, we are witches. You know, I am complaining about my husband, how I don't want to be with him anymore. You know, it's a logical conclusion. Really. Yeah. Cool. Like, what do you do if someone else inherits the money, right? You kill him. Like, what do you do if someone's going to get a job that you want? You kill him, right? So... Um, I guess let's just kill him. You're a self-proclaimed witch, and you stand accused of murdering your husband. Um, sure, it's, it's num- really hard for me to take you seriously with your cat num- in your office. It's just, it's walking all around. All your paperwork is all over the desk. There's cat for everywhere. Well, I've been, ex- I've, I've been extensively inspired by... Philip Marlowe and uh, the Long Goodbye, the the Robert Altman movie, where I can kind of think, consider myself sort of like a you know a down on this luck attorney, I guess. Uh, and I thought having the cat around would convey a certain worksmanship, I guess. Anyway, okay. Once I'm just going to go through. I, I just want to read through some of the some of the. Uh, I want to read you some of the the options I'm considering for your defense. Okay, just give me one sec. Just give me one second here. Um, I'm I sorry. Was- I'm sorry. I'm looking like sorry. I'm looking. I'm, I'm reading an article here. Um, in the meantime, while I'm while I'm working through oh, the case, kind of kind of have a two stream additional two- research at the same time. Have no, you had no, like that's- before? Hmm? no, no, no. I'm I'm reading a Wikipedia entry uh, about Louis the Fourteenth. Just like kind of reading up. I've just been interested in French history lately. What? And uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. I. I I kind of utilize my time. I try to maximize everything I'm doing and I and okay, live, okay. live freely. I that, but I'm also paying you. I'm also paying you. And as a witch, I value my time. So exactly. Like if we could just stick to the task at hand, um, I'd appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry. What so, do you, what do you go ahead? Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, um, I just think, uh, you need an assistant to be in the courtroom with you. Um, because you seem a little easily frazzled. I, I don't know how you'll be in a court setting, you know, and I want to win um, and not go to jail. So 
Louis the Fourteenth actually was like a smaller guy. You know, you picture him as a kind of a bigger guy, but he was sort of like a like a diminutive in stature kind of guy. Um, sorry, what are you doing with that? Are you, you see, are you looking on your phone a lot? Is that a, is that a website? Mm, no, I'm not looking at anything. I'm not looking at any spells to cast on you later for not paying attention to me. I'm not looking at that at all. I, that is clearly you are. Clearly you are by the way you said that. I I may be an idiot that also uses my work as my home and, and oh, ignores his signs, but I'm not that Louis, Louis the Fourteenth had a wife, a, a, a queen, um, who who she left him because wasn't paying attention. Uh, Louis, uh, where did you get it? Uh, I have a present for you. It is a wig. Um, I got it from Adam's wigs. Have you have you heard of the the, the jousting um, fantasy league? I love it. Uh, it's great. What? what? Well, I, Louis, can you pay attention for two seconds? Oh yeah. What what do you want? I know the jousting is very important, but I have got you a new wig. Oh, a new wig? It's an Adam's wig. <laughs> Adam's wig. That's great. I'll put it on now. Okay, thank you. Oh, it's so tall. <laughs> I feel so powerful and big now. Oh no! I oh, you're reaching for your your sword. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no! I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna go like kill everybody else. Oh, okay. Have fun. I'm Darren Davidson. You can follow me on IG at That Guy's Life and on Twitter at Darren2Darren. Hi, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth McIrvin and on Twitter at FuckRapists1234. Hey, I'm Daniel oh. Kuna. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, I put it there as my name. I just figured out how to do that. And Twitter, I, I don't know. Just you can Facebook me and Instagram me, and then find it there. Um, I'm Scott Moore. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Scott Moore eight nine on both. Um, again, Quincy Sirsmith. Um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, or just look at my food pictures on Instagram. Both are at Quintessence. That's like Quintessence with a C E uh, in right after the end. Quintessence. Hi, I'm Laura Blair Donovan. Uh, you can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter at Blairosaurus Rex, because I'm a dinosaur. Was I ever? Oh, well. Nope, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry, uh, I'm Dorsey Middleton. Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram as like my name, Dorsey Middleton, and then also on Twitter as Dorsey M, because Middleton was too long. <laughs> Hey, and I'm Dickie. I'm on Instagram uh, at Dickie Pants, and uh, I'm on Twitter at Birdie Vanderbeebe, but you don't need to follow me over there. <laughs> Ignore. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm going to follow you. I didn't know you had a Twitter. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you.